I don't know how to say no to this. Hello, fellow fumblers, and welcome to another episode of the Film Fumblers podcast. Today, we are going to be reviewing Hamilton, a play originally released in 2020 and directed by Thomas Kale. Kyle, is it? Um, but yeah, so without further ado, my name's Adrian. I'm Jay. I'm Taryn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm James, and joining us today is Jordan, Taryn's sister, Jay's girlfriend. Yeah, special individual person. Got a lot on her repertoire. So yeah. Um Jordan picked this movie or yeah. play. Yeah, play. So this was released in 2020, but it was like originally came out in 2015, 2016, right? Is that right? It was filmed in 2016. Oh, this was filmed in 2016 too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Oh. They just like, I wonder why it just take them so long to release it. They weren't, they filmed it just to like have, you know, like a little gem with the original cast before they all left. And then COVID happened and they were like, the world needs happiness. So they just gave it to the world. Like they rushed editing it and then just released it for us. Okay. (laughs) That's really cool. Yeah. Cause a lot of times, like when I was watching and I was like, man, this was, I knew it was released in 2020. I was like, maybe January where things were still open, but yeah. No, July 3rd is when it, so that, okay. That's good to know. Oh, perfect for America. July 4th. You know, they were in it for that money. Come on. Uh, let's get real yeah no that's it does seem like it's pretty uh difficult to because it's multiple it's multiple plays right it's multiple three three different nights so stitching all that together finding the right parts to put in for each thing that must be a lot of work wait we didn't take a shot i know i just i'm like the one night i'm gonna take a shot we got straight into it excited Raise a glass to freedom. And the five of us, tomorrow there'll be more of us. Tonight there's more of us. Tonight there was more of us, yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Dude, um, man. Tito's is so much smoother than other vodkas. It's insane. Is it? I just took some ass. Well, I had that, that platinum seven times distilled last night. Oh, <laughs> not fun. Nice. Jordan, Jacob says Jordan's cup. I made it. I made the mm-hmm. shout out to myself. I've <laughs> <laughs> been five minutes in and she's already plugging. Nice. There'll be time for that later, Jordan. Okay. <laughs> um, That's so funny. Okay. Dude. So this was my first time seeing, I, I think this is my first time watching a actual play on TV. I'd seen some in person, but. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was interesting. I think I don't know. There's this thing, like not to get too deep into it, but there's this thing, and I think it happens with comedy too. There's a different, there's a difference of watching something live. It's just inherently better, like with comedy, and I think with plays. So watching this at home, I was like, okay, I, I see that. I like this is really enjoyable, but I feel like I'm just missing so much. Obviously, if I was there, it'd be a whole yeah. other experience. But yeah, but like. It's good. It was better that they did it this way rather than 
them doing like could you imagine if they try to do this like live action with like oh my god like like real sets and like if it was like a real movie it is better that they did it like play style yeah for sure i think so too and it's like part of the thing like i had heard of it because helen you guys know her she loves it my cousins love it so i'm like okay i'll probably love it because like they love it but i didn't know what it was about because i didn't have the like pleasure to go to chicago and seattle like them and like go see it live you know so when it was released like released like this i was like i can finally be a part of this like group <laughs> that Wait, loves hamilton live? yeah her sister yeah. took her to seattle this, this cast right no. yeah yeah no no not this cast oh i thought no. she said oh, yeah. okay no yeah they stopped doing this cast in like after like a year or so so mm-hmm. okay yeah i think that's a really good point though like and it's that's where the difficulty comes in both in the show of like do we rate this as a movie or do we rate this as a play like yeah. it's kind of a weird ground but yeah. also like yeah. it's cool that they did this because you know taking the time to stitch three shows together with all the nice <laughs> camera angles and stuff is much better than like just putting a camera in and watching one version of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but then making it accessible to everybody through, like, Disney+, Plus, where, you know, people like us who couldn't go to the shows in person can still, like, get a taste of it. And it's not the same, you know? It's not as good, but it's still, like... I, Because people have been talking about this play for, like, you know, four years, and when they would talk about it, I'd just be like, yeah, I don't, you know, never seen it, don't know. Can't, yeah. can't, can't really see it. it. Yeah. So, well, you know. then like an interview that I watched was like, "Oh, watch this. Watch the film. You'll have the best seat in the house." It's like, no, we have better seats than everyone that ever saw it live because we get to see like up in their shots. faces. Yeah, in their <laughs> face and their sweat, but like the shots of like the Reynolds pamphlets like flying everywhere, like George Washington facing this way, and then when he like comes out with his sword, you know, it's like we have the best seat. That's yeah. true. But- but it's like, yeah, maybe. But it's, I know that it's better live, duh. But. Uh, yeah, but then also, like, the thing, one of the things that bothered me is that the costumes are great and everything, but sometimes I literally couldn't tell who was supposed to be who at some points. Like, really? there wasn't, yeah, that's one of my there wasn't enough, like, wigs and hair changes. <laughs> like, they were all, like, bald black dudes, a lot of them. Like, I could like, half the time I was kind of like, Who's who? And then I was like, damn, imagine watching this live. You would be fucking lost. And then I, you were you lost when they played multiple characters? That's why. That's where I got lost. Uh, yeah, you, see, I didn't even really notice this. that because I was just already like, who the fuck are these? I was like, is this George Washington? I was like, is this? Like, who is this? Who is that? And eventually, like, I got, like, used to it. But I was like, what if I was in the nosebleeds? I'd be fucking lost. Yeah, I'd suck no matter what, probably. But I, yeah. I actually didn't really have that hard of a time keeping up with that. I think that was one thing that was done relatively well, and I think it was done well by the act- actual actors by having their such unique voices. Mm-hmm. Like all of them did a pretty good job, I think, of having, like, like overacting on the French accent, or you know, yeah, and like yeah. George George Washington was like this huge man you know this huge bald guy like i don't know i think they did a pretty good job at that i can see it getting a little confusing especially actors playing playing two different characters but yeah i mean it was done you know about as well i think i think as it could have been this is one of those things that definitely benefits from multiple viewings because when i first saw it it was a lot of the same you know i've seen this twice for reference um so when i saw it for the first time i was like yeah that was cool 
I got the gist of it, you know, it all made sense, but I wasn't like super turned into who was who and, you know, all the specifics. Yeah. But when I watch it again, after listening to the soundtrack, like a million times in my life, um, it was much clearer, you know, mm -hmm. and when you can like hone in on those details, you see a lot, which I think is really cool about this specific play. Okay. So you say that this, you know, like th that doesn't make it accessible then like Disney plus made it accessible. But having to watch something twice, does it, doesn't that take away from it a little bit? Well, no. that's why I think the soundtrack comes in. Because, like, one of my cousins mm -hmm. had never, you know, like, two of them saw it already. One of them didn't. And they're like, you'll love it. Just listen to the soundtrack on repeat. And that's, like, what most of the world got. And it was enough for most of the world, you know? Oh, so the soundtrack was accessible it, everywhere. Yeah, before. it's been on Spotify. Yeah. Oh, and okay. if you play it sense. from start to finish, it's the entire play. You know, right. so yeah. like, is there this exact recording that's been out, like this one? Mm -hmm. It's they the original cast. Mm -hmm. They oh, it's okay. studio recorded versions mm -hmm. of yeah. the song. Okay, okay. I, mean, yeah. I guess yeah, the, the cast. cast yeah. Okay, so then that's the next question. They weren't singing live; they were lip syncing. Yeah, no. or no? No, no they, they were so real plays live. that they recorded. They like the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, the crowd clapping was like real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was authentic. Yeah, because you said there was multiple plays that they stitch together one is for sure with no crowd right because they have cameras flying all yeah. over the fucking stage and stuff mm -hmm. those ones yeah those scenes stuck out a little bit to me but like it wasn't bad but um mm. since we're moving so goddamn fast this episode let me go back so you guys were saying about like watching this live versus watching this filmed version mm -hmm. i feel like there's such a i hope this becomes a trend where it's like almost like most a majority of people aren't going to be able to go out to these big cities and see this exact cast play this play or whatever or act out this play but like i've like we said like our cousins and stuff have seen it but it's not the cast like it's it's like watching a movie being like a cover of a movie like you know covers yeah, yeah. Like, or a yeah. cover band yeah, of, yeah, yeah. of a concert yeah. yeah i just feel like this is such a cool like um artifact i guess that so you could just like have like this mm -hmm. the cat the original cast playing and like their best mm -hmm. like their peak of their performances like always have it available and stuff like i hope that becomes a a trend because that's just like i don't know it's a cool thing to just have you know what i mean oh yeah for sure and and i think i mean i i heard that way back in you know 2016 like a lot of these were just sold out like especially if you wanted to see it like on broadway or whatever like mm -hmm. good luck getting a ticket and if you wanted to get a ticket it was going to be ridiculously so expensive, expensive. <clears throat> yeah. so, kudos you know to them for for saying yeah 2020 has been rough let's let's throw one out I, I, yeah I didn't know and that. it's like when you love like the theater as much as like lin-manuel miranda does you're like when is the next time we can fit 500 people in a theater at one time mm -hmm. you know so that mm -hmm. he was like here enjoy yeah. and it's just like blown up even more i think because like there's so many interviews on zoom with like all of them you know oh okay like they're yeah, getting really so cool. much attention from yeah. it releasing on disney plus which is good and it's just so much more accessible now like any almost anyone can watch this now instead of like such a select few amount of people right yeah mm -hmm. i think that's really cool i don't know and like the close-up yeah. angles like the camera sh uh the shots of like being really close to their faces you get to see the emotion a lot more than if you were even like in the middle of the crowd you know like i feel like that's all that stuff adds up to be a like pretty valuable package i guess versus going mm -hmm. in person which i'm i'm sure is like its own crazy value 
of it in itself you know yeah yeah that, that's funny like i'm i don't really consider myself the type of person to be super into this kind of thing like into plays i don't like dislike them or anything but like i went to new york one time and i saw wicked there and i was like yeah like i'm just gonna go see a play in new york just to like for the novelty of it kind of thing but i like really enjoyed it i was like oh yeah. shit, like being there is like, like just the experience of that like you can't help but be entertained and yeah so, i yeah, took my grandma to see the lion king when it was here and i was like blown away for days because of like the props and the sets and like the choreography i was like what the hell like i love plays so much and i've never yeah. been to new york so i've never seen like a real one you know <laughs> it's just like pope joy and like ones my friends put on in college too yeah those are like the only ones i've seen is uh, students yeah. in college putting <laughs> yeah i've seen uh mama mia and wicked uh, pope joy nice and nice. they're yeah they're fine <laughs> they're fine <laughs> they're fine yeah. dude i don't know like watching this and like just thinking about plays and stuff, it's like just the sheer amount of talent that goes into these things fucking blows my mind, dude. Like I can't even like comprehend. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's and like insane. courage. Yeah. Yeah. It's like And just having to get it right. Like there's no almost takes, three hours. Know? It just has to be basically perfect for three fucking hours straight. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. It is crazy. That's one thing that I that I've like really had have started to admire about like people who like actors who just who primarily just act in, in live action plays is that before I kind of had this thought in my head like oh yeah like there's people who do that who do like these live action things but I'm sure they really want to be on the big screen like I'm sure that's what they want but I don't think so, what dude. I've started to learn yeah what I've started to learn is like no there's this there's this subset of of, of actors who are like phenomenally talented people who that is where their heart is. That's where their passions are, is just to... In the theater? Just in theater. And, and yeah, because it's so, like, intimate, you know? Like, that yeah, one exactly. time is so specific every time. Yeah. Like, your crowd is different every time, you know? And to see how they react every time, and you're just there. Yeah. I, yeah. I have a, a new respect for it, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I could totally see how someone, like an actor, would just be totally in love with the theater side of things mm -hmm. and just only want to do that like that just seems crazy yeah and there's like, crossovers too like there there are certain yeah. actors who who are in big pictures who who love you know like michael c hall the guy who plays dexter he's really big in a theater oh, nick really? offerman he's big in a theater like, oh, really? that's kind of where they started yeah and cool so it's, it's kind of cool well lin-manuel miranda like wrote this well he started with in the heights won like a tony grammy whatever like blew up with that and then wrote this and now he was like in um the new mary poppins and stuff so i think it's like mm -hmm. a lot of the cast like davi diggs is in like a couple movies now too it's like from yep. blowing up from hamilton people are like be in my movies and they're like okay <laughs> okay yeah so... i guess that's kind of like the natural progression though because which is like yeah that's like the easy not the easy way easiest way to get into acting but I don't know in high school you do that kind of stuff yeah it's, it's, it's a way to get noticed for sure yeah i feel like um, you just learn so much more maybe not more but like when you're doing a play because i remember in the movie marriage story mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know if you guys have all seen that but yeah there's a scene where scarlett johansson is just basically monologuing and it's just like one take it doesn't move for like minutes 
And she's like crying and like talking to Laura Dern and just like going on and on. And I'm like, holy fuck. Like when I watched that, I was like, this acting is insane. Like she's like, doesn't break for like minutes on end. And she's like changing her emotions and just like putting all in there. And then people are just like, oh, you haven't seen theater, have you? Because like that is just normal <laughs> shit for them. Yeah, because you know? like in the movies, yeah. you could be like, stop you know whatever yeah. or redo yeah. it but this philippa sue has to cry every time like yeah. you know eliza has to cry like, like every spot. time twice yeah yeah and she's so good at it mm. yeah um all right so let let's touch on i think the the biggest shock of this play was that it's largely a rap like most of it is is rap and i i kind of I don't know if spoiled is the right word, but I remember Taryn talking about this play and just saying like, oh, I never knew it was a rap. It was so cool. I went into a blind and then I, it, you know, kind of came back once we said we were going to um, do this review. Still really interesting. Like, so two completely different. I mean, we're talking about like the late 1700s and a very like modern new thing, which is rap music mm -hmm. combined together. I think for the most part done pretty well. There was well, I'll just leave it at that. Where are you I want to know what James thinks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna call you out. I know. I'm just trying to be quiet because I need to be respectful and courteous because I don't want uh the theater nerds in the chat to rip me a new asshole. I have read on this too. I I know we'll bring it. Say it all. I'm not like you're gonna uh, give it a 15. I'm you know, like, I don't uh, know. You gotta fumble through it, bro. Yeah, I'm already drunk. I'm fucking <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jordan. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll lay my whole heart out. Okay. Um I don't know, guys. I was just I after watching the whole thing, I was just like, all right. Well that <laughs> happened. And and I was kind of stuck. Thinking, why do people like this so much, and what is the appeal? <laughs> and I had overhyped. I think it's overhyped. I'll just say that right now. I, I, and, I would agree with James. I know. And, I've and, been... and I listen. I listen to the. I listen to the music. I listen to the whole CD couple of times. And me and Jacqueline were arguing back and forth, and I was like, I was like, name. Name one memorable memorable song besides what? besides the first Alexander Hamilton, take a shot, and maybe I don't know, helpless. Dude, are you kidding Damn, me? Then, I like how you're naming them. And then, yeah, because I, 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 I'm, I, I literally listened to this all. And yes, of course, the best guy is the British king. Of course. No. Of course. No. Who is it? I think it's George Washington. It's Davy yeah. Diggs. He's fucking yeah. gay. Oh my god. Who's Davy Diggs? He's the French guy. Is that right? He's French Lafayette guy. slash Thomas Jefferson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Right. No. George Washington beats them all. Anyways, Dude. George Washington is Jay's what? dad. They look identical. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, uh, the first time I was gonna get that, but that's hilarious. But like. <laughs> Like I don't Trust know, I, I just I just felt like some of the rap felt like uh, it just felt like some corny thing. Like they were just like trying to get people into a okay. boring ass part of American history. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay, 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 okay. And that's what <laughs> I wanted to touch on. That's why I kind of paused. I was like, I think for the most part, the rap was good. 
but there were scenes where I was just like, this feels like, like I was sitting on my couch. And I was just like, it almost feels like I'm sitting in a classroom in 10th grade and I'm being forced to watch this. Yeah. Like forced to like say like, guys, look how cool, you know, congressional approval is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. And, 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 and I got stuck in between them trying to be so serious about it. And then when, when they took it less seriously in the second act, when they started doing the rap battles, that's when I was like, okay, fucking let's go. Let's get some more rap battles. And they only had like two it. of them. And they were my favorite parts. The rap battle. You like the rap battles? I, I thought you were because, because, because they were, they were yeah. cheesy and they reminded me of epic rap battles of history. <laughs> remember that on YouTube. We're going to watch those yeah. after yeah. the cast tonight. Remember, we're 100% going to watch those. Yeah. Because those are hilarious. Like, it's so good. Like, and and, th- and those are better than this movie. I'm gonna say it. Even those raps were better because they were ro- they roast each other. And like there was a few good roasts in this movie. And I was like, okay, all right, burn them. And I wanted more. I, don't know. I wanted I wanted more of that. And I was just, I don't know. I don't know, guys. Damn, that's so interesting, dude. I didn't I like think about any of that once. Like all of I was sold on all of it, dude. Like none of it really? felt cheesy to me. Yeah. Like, none of it wow. felt like it was trying to teach me about history. Like, it just, it worked for me, I guess. Well, not all the history is accurate anyways, but well, it's yeah, like, sure, you yeah. know, trying like to get saying, you like, it felt like they were in school or something. Okay, so like that. some behind, some background for the cabinet rap battles. Lin-Manuel Miranda founded a group called Love, Free Love, I'm drunk. Free <laughs> Love Freestyle Love, <laughs> <laughs> Love Supreme with Christopher Jackson, That's a.k.a. Cool George Washington, right? Yes. And a bunch of other people, and they basically did an improv rap battles on Broadway. Like it was so cool. Damn. Like they did improv. They went to the audience and they're like, "Give us some occupations. Give us this." And then they just rap battled accordingly, like on the spot. And so that wow. him and George Washington like did that for years before he ever like wrote in the Heights and stuff. And was like, "We need to do that. That's like OG rapping, right?" And so. They worked it in, and That's I do awesome. enjoy those a lot. Yeah. You should watch like there's a whole documentary on Freestyle Love Supreme, and it's super cool. Where is it? Or what can you I don't know Hulu or something. Yeah. No, but okay, and and I think you know all of the positive things that I was saying about this um, play. Because there's there's still so much to admire for sure, like just the the talent and everything that goes into it. But yeah, I, I do agree with James, and I think that's like very well founded. Like they, a lot of it felt super cheesy to me, and, and even and, the rap battles, I was like, this is just- yeah. And I think that that like that's also has to go with with theater acting in general because they have to be very over exaggerated. Because you could just be this little tiny ant on a stage. You have to make the, yeah. the people in the back see right, some emotion. Exactly. You know How do you think they did the hip hop? How do you think it portrayed? Oh, Jay, Jay Brown. Yeah, just like the, the music. Battles. They think it's cheesy trying to get you interested in history class. <laughs> Oops. We said it a little more eloquently than that. <laughs> I think. <laughs> well, that's what people are going to get from it. And you know what? Like, I, I don't like. I don't dislike all of it, but I think a lot of the songs are just boring. I think they're really boring. But I mean, you have to frame it as like they're writing a musical about history, mm-hmm. about things that happened like 
you know, almost 200 years ago. So yeah. I, it's not going to be the most exciting thing in the world. But at yeah. the same time, like they did pay a lot of homage to, you know, early hip hop in the in the verses. Like that was super cool to me. Yeah. Yeah. Not only do you tell this history story through this hip hop, but you also inject the history of hip hop into this rap about history. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's, it's incredibly creative and, and they pay homage to even like other musicals itself. Like it, it's trying to pick everywhere it wants to pay homage to. And, and, and I feel like it's they, they, they were trying too hard to please all kinds of different areas when they were like right there. I feel like they were like they were right there to, to do something like really interesting with this. But I think what, it just, what would have taken it to that point for you? I think just straight up more rap, better rap, different kinds of styles of rap. I think like forget what? all the forget all the ballads. Like I know the ballads create like emotion and, and especially like, you know, all the women are singing ballads and stuff like that. Uh Angelica did a dope ass rap. Yeah. <laughs> his wife was like that's a nice song but you should make her rap because all the men rap why can't they rap and she was like okay and then he yeah of the spectrum because i think to for me to take this more seriously would be less rap and i think it would be <laughs> like i think the rap that was in it like the very casual rap like in the very beginning how things were like they just seemingly rhymed and it was like almost like they weren't even doing it intentionally you know like all yeah. the, like all the, of that started out I think that was, yeah yeah. yeah all that of that like i think was was really well done and once it got a little bit more over the top and the rap battles i was like oh this is dropping off a little well bit. i'll just say that like i don't think the whole thing could, yeah satisfies 100 percent the best song <laughs> oh my god <laughs> um, so we can get so... into that in a second but I just think that it couldn't be like a rap battle the whole way through because, you know, they're telling a story and they just like want to make you feel the emotions through it, Jane. Yeah, I feel like that they, they would be less impactful think, if there was way more of them. What did I, you think of the scene itself of Satisfied? Do you even know the songs? Like the different he songs? Does. Part of it. Sing a part of it. Yeah. The, the Satisfied is, is when um, I, Angelica, Angelica's talking to alexander hamilton and she knows i just might regret that night for the rest of my days <laughs> oh yeah is it like her so she's right mainly the only person yeah yeah, yeah. She's god that song is so fucking good yeah thank you the play okay but not part. even just the song but the play part how they do the entire scene they just did but in reverse that was right, right, right. yeah that wait was... hold on i'm getting drunk here what what, what are we talking about <laughs> you have to go back and watch these things after, i've only yeah. seen it once after so. hamilton got married to eliza, eliza. Yeah. yeah and then angelica is like jealous or whatever uh, and she sings and they the do, like the lighting drops to blue and it looks like this flashback or i guess it's like a flashback of when they if when they yeah, first like met her memory yeah. it's, it's the same scene but it's from her perspective yeah, yeah. it's really cool it's yeah, like, it's so and they're literally well like, done. like doing their things <laughs> in reverse. In reverse. Yeah. So cool. Dude, you know what's so funny is like when I think about the 1700s, I just forget that people still got horny. Like, because <laughs> Dude, the people the in this point were so horny. I'm like, it's so <laughs> weird to think about one of our founding fathers, Alexander Hamilton, just 
just murdering it, just slaying it. <laughs> Isn't and there, like, there, there's that one random song that's like super short and that's like uh, t- talking about all the ladies and how they're all need to be. Uh, they're, they're like all fruited and they need to take their fruit oh deflower, deflower yeah. them yeah, yeah, deflower, that's yeah. Like, that's <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. and it's so weird i'm just like what? well I've, I've seen a bunch of like i don't know videos like tiktoks or some shit where they're just like these are the eyes that the skylar sisters were fucking drooling over and it's like an old picture of alexander <laughs> 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 yeah 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 that's and that's how the the that one song ends right where she's like but I still get to see his eyes or some bullshit. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, girl, you know, and it, it's she was married. Like, she was married when they first met, even though I know, I know we don't really yeah. care about their actual history of it, but she was married. When oh, I was married. like that's, in the place. That's the reason totally it's wasn't. so, I don't know. I think that's the reason that this is so important is that yeah. it made people give a shit about looking history. it up. Yeah. Yeah. Because okay, here here's a fun little fact. Do you guys remember like five or a little five plus years ago when they were thinking about replacing the face on the ten dollar bill? Mm-hmm. And I believe they were going to put Harriet Tubman. Was it? I think. That I was mean, the they totally should have. That's my beef with this. Is like Hamilton wasn't a hero, you know? Well, but okay, but now. that's okay. I don't know. I kind of disagree. Like Alexander Alexander Hamilton. Some people would say he was like one of the most influential Americans to have like to have ever existed. Like he he was an immigrant. Like he wasn't an American. He wasn't from England. Like he yeah. he just saw an opportunity in a new country in New York. And I mean, the guy was a child prodigy. Like he was running this massive fucking company at 14 years old. Like he was just company. What's what? up? Slavery company. Who are you talking no, about? Wasn't. No, Who are you Alexander talking about? Hamilton was so was so pro emancipation. Like but, he was the I mean, okay. The Schuyler family owned and traded slaves all the time, and he definitely that he ran. Yeah, he, this like, okay. the problem with he shedding was, light on this historical person right. is that people will start digging hard as fuck. And in the last literally week or two, there has been research found that he did in fact own slaves and like all this stuff. oh shit okay well that, yeah. that's got him i okay <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we got him he, he had the ideas of you know wanting to be this abolitionist one day but like that wasn't really his that wasn't the norm back then and honestly no. that doesn't okay I don't know that, and all that stuff kind of doesn't really bother me. <laughs> I don't know. Like I don't need, I don't need like all of my movies, How do uh, like take hot take all the main characters to be fucking saints. I don't know. It doesn't oh yeah, know. no, and I, yeah. I agree. Does that, but... does that make sense? It's not that about. Oh, okay. okay. I was just trying to say was okay. without like, like, play. okay with history. Like yeah, yeah, play. history is history. Yeah, yeah. When you frame it like that, I thought you were talking about slavery, and I was like. <laughs> you know like yeah yeah like i want my nazis to be nazis not like some sugar-coated nazis redemption arc nazis like i get it just let them be okay and then we can we can go like way into the weeds about that and say that abraham lincoln wasn't like the hero that he's painted to be like yeah yeah put anyone under a microscope abraham lincoln wanted to abolish slavery but he never thought that black should be equal to whites like so you can go really far into that right and the fact of the matter is is that that doesn't make an interesting story i'm sorry right like nobody wants to hear about that stuff really right like (laughs) 
They just want the character arcs the without the racism. There is like there is also some like sweet I think sweet justice to see a play do this successful like where you have these like really white racist people played by black actors, which is just like kind of satisfying to watch. So yeah, yeah, and I think that like, was uh-huh, it, we're telling history now, motherfuckers. It felt yeah. like a way to um kind of say fuck you to that era right yeah, yeah. Right uh, to tell the story they built america you know mm-hmm. but yeah. speaking of john lawrence in the chat did you guys catch uh him and hamilton's love who's john lawrence anthony mm. ramos who's anthony ramos who's anthony ramos <laughs> <laughs> he like, will never be free until we end slavery and he was the oh, son right, he has right, right. he's from he's puerto rican they um yeah, they had like they were romantic. Him and Hamilton Ooh. in real life. Wait, oh, really? Nice. Yeah. And they like hinted at it in the show, like every zoom up, it's just like you know, wait, like him and his son or the other character that that guy played. The character he plays okay, in the beginning. God, I was yeah, like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Um, a no little clue. bit of uh interesting facts. So I know that my biological father his father so my biological grandpa was adopted under his name but his original last name is hamilton so we have a lineage of hamilton that goes back to like ireland and scotland where alexander hamilton's family came from so there may be distant ties there we don't know there's none in like the you know direct tree of alexander hamilton but my family does apparently come from that area, that same area. And Dude, and I was just sick. thinking that as I was watching this, I was like, how come I don't know any like Hamiltons or Washingtons or, you know, yeah, bars? I would be if he didn't get adopted and then I didn't get adopted. Oh. But I would be in that same line. Um, but it's it's not, you know, it's not direct. It might be a real distant relation, but super interesting. Yeah, that's that's and really also, cool. I was like, if I was a direct descendant, I think I'd have a lot more cash. You know what I mean? <laughs> that far? Spread that cheddar, brother. Dude, <laughs> freaking fifth level grandson is like chilling right now. Like, okay. Damn. So For now, so now Jay's okay with slavery. Okay. <laughs> that's, where all, that's where all the cash would come from. <laughs> Nobody said anything about that. <laughs> okay. Let's put it in perspective. Like, Taryn, you said like that far away though. So this happened, well, like, 1780 would be 240 years ago, which, like, 240 years is a long time. But if you think if you think yeah. about it in terms of, like, people can live to be close to 100, like it's, like, Elijah. less than two and a half. Right. Well, 70, people yeah. relatively Eliza lived to, like, 90-some years old. Hamilton yeah. died at 40-some. She lived another 50 years. Damn. Damn. Yeah, so, like, that's, like... You Can you imagine have... living 50 years? Like, I die more years? That'd it's crazy. crazy. Dude, well, okay. they had, like, wow, that's nine kids together. Weird. That's fucking crazy. It's not that far away. Oh, no, okay. They had and... so many kids that they named two sons Philip. That's fucked up. <laughs> Dude, no, okay, this is what's weird. When I was looking into my family tree and all that shit, um, the, the names were so common. So the, like... Five levels deep, same year-ish when Alexander Hamilton was born. There is my ancestor whose name was Thomas Hamilton, which they had kids named Thomas too. And mm-hmm. he was married to an Elizabeth. Like my these God. names were just so common. It was crazy. 
And that trended for a few years before, I think from what I understand is that my family eventually made its way west to the west coast. So as they got further out, the names started getting more exotic. But like while they're in that time, it, a lot of these names are super similar. It's kind of And weird. then they gave you a letter for a Yeah. <laughs> That's what's yeah. left. Is Eliza short for Elizabeth or my Steven? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Thanks. That's... If that wasn't clear, Eliza is short for Elizabeth. And Peggy. <laughs> yeah, what happened to Peggy? She just, just she died she young. young. She died pretty young. Yeah. Like, didn't have any, you know, connection to Alexander like Angelica did. So, dude, okay. So, was he was he smashing Angelica? Like, was no. that happening? No, they were just like really flirtatious. And apparently, so I listened to away. like, I listened to like historians on Hamilton. So, like, they cracked all the like a podcast where they cracked all the fake stuff and the real stuff. Mm-hmm. But they like, you know, flirted in public at parties and like on letters to each other or whatever. But like, they would write flirtatious, weird things. And Eliza would like write on the letters too. So, like, she totally knew about it. And they never like did it, you know. Wow! Like so basically, you're saying orgies weren't a thing back then. Or they invented the orgies. No. So like uh, Eliza was. I was about to say emailing. Emailing. You wrote a letter to uh, Angelica, and Angelica was like, "You better share that husband of yours, or some kind of shit like that." And it was well, kind of would... as like busting balls. You know what I mean? Uh, not that way. Yeah. Yeah. Founding yeah. fathers found a little something else. And then I heard in this historian podcast that you know how she's like, um, in the like letter you wrote me, it's like I noticed a comma in the middle of a phrase, right. and it's like after dearest. Oh yep. Apparently, she wrote that to him. She wrote my dearest, comma, Alexander. Oh, damn. I didn't understand that the significance of that. Like, usually you're like my dearest Alexander, comma, but it's like my dearest. Mm-hmm. That's Alexander. like putting a period at the end of a text. Everyone thinks you're mad. <laughs> it's the three dots. That's crazy, yeah. dude. You'd wait months for a fucking letter, and then you're just like, "What the fuck does that mean?" And then you have to. Yeah. <laughs> now and now we're just like, "Damn, what does this mean?" And then you ask the homies, yeah. and like, <laughs> "I'd probably dude. died of dysentery by now." But <laughs> oh man, oh god, that's good. Um, have you guys talked about the stage at all? Stage? No, but I really want to. So the the coolest part is obviously the moving floors, yes, right? Dude. Oh my god! So there's a god. shot in the in the Disney Plus version where it goes overhead, and you see like a target, what looks like a target made out of yeah. light on the floor, which outlines the parts that move. Mm-hmm. What's cool about that is that that is actually the symbol for the Federalist Party, which oh. of Alexander Hamilton and John Adams and Co were a part of. So in addition to playing its role of manipulating time with the different speeds of each floor and how they would like make all that cool shit, it also stood for something like super real. Damn, I thought it was effective. Exactly. (laughs) I took it as a a target on Hamilton because he got shot. I think it could be that too. Like they had so many meetings. So when I like convenient because that's what they needed to spin. I don't know. Just letting them know, like, walk on the light, that part's gonna move. Yeah, when I was looking it up. And I saw that, like on Wikipedia, it's like he was a part of the Federalist Party. You click on that, literally, it's just the target symbol. And I was like, okay, that's cool. (laughs) There's a lot of cool things that I think theater can do really well, like, but in a different way, right? 
like in the movies you would see a cannon splash into the water and make a whole thing but here a cannon went off and the lights would flash yep. yeah yeah people would sound like, oh. sick yeah all the like, the, you know like the ships in new york harbor it's like blue light so it looked like it was like the ocean mm-hmm. yeah the coolest like um presence of that for me was when oh shit who was it that died i think it was it was one of the characters that had died and they were having like a monologue and like there was just this really blue light on them like to just demonstrate like they're speaking from this other you know john realm. Lauren, like when he died i think so yeah and and you had like alexander hamilton kind of like looking off at him but eliza was just like couldn't mm-hmm. see it and mm-hmm. it was yeah they was they did that really well and it was yeah i mean which like jay said there's things that you can do in a play that you get really creative and you yeah. can make you can remember make that certain way. play we saw my friend made they were like it was like a play oh. about tennis and they made the stage where like half of the tent because you know like a tennis what's it called like a tennis table is like this cool. half of it was on the floor and the other half was like up like this and it was just like a wall so like when he was like playing back and forth there wasn't anyone there but it would like come back to him and it was oh, just like so smart table halfway up like it was yeah like, yeah know, like, it was, dude, i don't know i just awesome. like appreciate when they would have theater. like this section that was like internal monologue and so the person who was giving the monologue the light would be on them and they would do this with the racket so like they were hitting stuff and then you would hear like sounds of balls getting hit back and forth but they were just talking directly at you, but just doing this and just oh, seeing nice, they would yeah. actually throw balls and then you would hear them. Like, it was so cool. Yeah. The, the thing about theater is that it's so intimate that like, you know, no two viewings of the same thing is going to be the same. And mm-hmm. all those micro changes and stuff, they can like really amplify those specific parts way more than seeing a movie twice would. You know what I mean? Yep. Like having that experience of this is, us on stage you in the audience and this is the time that we have to interact like that yeah it's so crazy and you can do so much you know (laughs) practically and like symbolically from it and you're kind of forced to and just also with like the casts changing themselves like just how much that adds you know because the the actor's interpretation of that character bleeds a lot into like who that character is shown on stage so i'm sure to see the same exact play by two different casts would be completely a different experience for sure which i've never yeah. done but it was fun. yeah um but along those same lines like it's impressive because you know in a movie you're seeing you know the best of 30 plus takes of any given scene in right. a play you get what what you see is what you get we and they're doing thing. all that stuff in the background too of like changing costumes and all that stuff did i miss all this is, is it really 30 go over that i threw a number out but I like you could like three three you take have you never i remember one time For i was outside film, I mean. oh no, no. I'm, I'm talking about movies in general oh yeah. sorry sorry jay was saying like film takes yeah my bad um yeah no that, that which makes it hard to rate in my mind like how do i approach this you know well and i and i think I don't know. There wasn't any like like errors, obviously, in the movie where like somebody fell over, or, like it was you know something that we could like turn a blind eye to. But I think for me, still, just the the direction of how the rap was like too ingrained into it, 
negatively affects my score. Where I think James was like, fucking send it on the rap. Give me more rap battles. Certain parts, I don't know. Right? I don't know what the fuck I wanted. <laughs> I'm, I'm just like I don't what I really wanted was to love this fucking play because everyone just loved it so much and I was just like so heart on the line ready to take it all in and then I was just like and that was it. I was just quiet. I just I, I think maybe you just need to watch it again in like a oh. month or two. A month or two. I want to. And, I, and that was my argument with Jacqueline was that I was trying to say, what what's all these songs? And then I'm like, and then and then I put the songs on in the car. And then because I, because I because she was like, oh, it's this number. She's like, I rated this. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and she's like, well, this, this, and that. And then I said, well, this, this, and this. And then and then I was I I tricked her. I was like, hey, I think I think the movie's a little bit better. And then I was like, let's listen to the music in the car. And she's like, I don't want to listen to this shit. And I was like, exactly. Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> no one wants to listen to this shit. I'm sorry, Jordan. I'm not putting this shit on to go sip a cocktail to. What? I'm just maybe it's just like I I don't know. Maybe Dude, I just don't like musicals. I don't. Maybe like that's musicals, what bothers me. But I like this one because it's not like over the top. Are you listening? Are you gonna bro? listen to this? I have like just at work, like it's cool. It's like, oh shit, I remember this part. Oh, it's, this is happening. Like, it's, okay, it's so fun. you don't get hyped up in the Battle of Yorktown, That's like when cool, they just dude. win the war. Like, you don't like get hyped. No, Mm-mm. not really. No. It's like, how do we do this? We had a spy on the inside. Hercules, go in. You're just like, oh, you're just like, fucking go. Like, oh, like, so yes. like, yeah, it's fucking cheesy, and it's just theater. I mean, jeez, look, man. I I get what you're saying, but like, if it if it wasn't what you call cheesy, it wouldn't have been as big as it is. Like, it's it makes it that much more accessible. We're talking like white suburban wine moms are getting down to it, you know. Like, it can't be like, and that's know, what makes it even worse. That's what I was gonna that's say. You were, it, that's what like, makes it even worse. It's just like. Ugh. You're like maybe they do different kinds of rap and stuff. It's like they need to still speak clearly to like get the story across. Like it's not like they're just making music. Like it's a difficult task. And I what I did read is that there was a scene in the middle of the play somewhere that wasn't rapped. It was it was live action or whatever you want to call it, spoken dialogue. Oh, and they just took it out because they're like this feels wrong, out of place. Dude, I, I think it needed more. I don't know. I they didn't have any of that. Or like just, more, just like literal talkie you saying. Like or just like more, it more was like two minutes of talking in all music. Yeah, you think that would have made made it better if there was more just talking? No, I think I think it would have made it better if there was more subtlety, because like sometimes it it felt like, um, gosh, I'm trying to think of like cheesy rap songs that you that you would hear about like teaching kids. Here's what vowels are. Like here's a rap about vowels. Like. Here's a rap about like the 50 See, I, state. I don't know. I feel like it's their speaking clearly is what makes it sound cheesy because like most rap, they're fucking mumbling. You know what the fuck they're saying half the time. But like they're trying to like enunciate like way more than a, the average rapper is trying to, right? You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, mean, I, I, and I found myself like, so I had the subtitles on. So I found myself like most of the time reading the subtitles, which I was like, maybe I shouldn't have these on. But Oh yeah, that's. I wanted to know what they were saying too. I think that there's like, it it goes back to accessibility for me. Like, 
you're you know a lot of really good hip hop is like subversive and and subtle but the average person watching this is not going to really get that like what what's needed is like clear like Karen saying clear enunciated on the nose kind of things and it can be like you know a rhymes with a b rhymes with b right like that kind of repetitive style but at the end of the day, it's like it's not it's not a hip hop album. Like it's a pull play that based on history. I think it it gets a pass from me in that perspective, even though I do like all of the other shit that you're talking about. Like subtle, more, you know, you know, different stuff, different styles. Yeah, it would have been cool, but I think it just would have detracted too much from the overall like what it's trying to do, what it's trying to say, and how many people is trying to reach. You know, mm. yeah, I mean, like Lee Manuel Miranda probably just did that on purpose because he's like, I have a passion for this specific thing, but I also got to make a bunch of money. So, <laughs> you know, like that doesn't come off though. Mm. I don't know. Mm. Did you guys like look up like his inspiration behind this or whatever at all? Mm. So, did he write the entire like he, he wrote, wrote the... the entire play, every lyric, Insanity. all the music, everything. So and he wrote just, the star. Interesting. So he just wrote In the Heights, which is another Broadway play about basically gentrification in Washington Heights, where he grew up in New York. So he's um, first generation. Both parents are from Puerto Rico. And he just won like a Tony or an Emmy or a Grammy for that play and was like, I need a vacation. So he went on vacation with his family and was like, I need a book to bring on vacation. And he picked up this biography of alexander hamilton written by like ron cherno or something like random just a boring that ass, one that it like, says 800 page, yeah a boring 800 page biography about this guy and he was reading it and he's like i can relate to this guy like my dad was like an immigrant from puerto rico and he's an immigrant from you know like nevis and all this stuff and like his whole story sounds like a hip-hop artist story like coming from nothing like writing you know like whether it's music or what he wrote was like everything hamilton wrote you know like and then came to america or the colonies to like go to school and he was just like sounds like a hip-hop album to me and that's like where he got his inspiration from was like hamilton's background i mean he also did freestyle and was like really good at it mm -hmm. but like that's why it like clicked with him he wasn't just like i'm gonna make a hip a hip-hop musical for no reason you know that's cool it's the come up which is <laughs> yeah. it was like the best book he could have ever picked up he's literally made so much money and like dude okay you want to talk money i looked into this because i was curious he makes one hundred and five thousand dollars a week on royalties alone wow nice. holy fuck they won yeah like so many things and it's so it's, it's like cool. he gets like money from ticket sales and fucking if they played it at Pope Joe with some random ass yeah. people. That's crazy, dude. So I did read somewhere he was like, I can't decide if I want to be like Hamilton or Aaron Burr. And I'm like, you could never be Aaron Burr. Yeah, that would have been kind of weird. Yeah. I think. He's right. just such a nerd, you know, like I couldn't imagine yeah. him as like the villain. What do you guys think of him as like being the lead? I've just seen a lot of funny memes. It's like, uh, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda can't sing. Can we all fucking agree on it? Like, why yeah. is he starring? Say, yeah. <laughs> and that's what sucks is that the, the, the cast is incredible. And then, yeah. like, it's just like he's got this fucking squeak voice. And you're just kind of like, <laughs> man, this well, guy's really 
is still in the scene in a bad way. <laughs> like, his, his acting and rapping was pretty good, but I think his singing was a little. His passion is there. He's like a theater kid, you know. Like that's the thing for me there. is that he's directly connected to this thing in a way that no yeah. one else ever could be. Yeah. So for him to have that passion and drive behind it was enough for me to forgive the like he's not as good as everybody else on this stage right now, you know. Yeah. But he also injected like moments of humanity and humor and i yeah. thought he was really good at portraying those those things but also yeah. like i will say like the historian and stuff that i listened to they were like hamilton was so annoying like he was just like yeah, oh, yeah. Guy who was literally the biggest petty bitch in all of history <laughs> yeah exactly. so i think that lin-manuel miranda like got that through i like Lin-Manuel miranda too but i'm just saying like it wasn't like some super cool like sly guy yeah. because hamilton yeah. was like fucking well, I, I think like from from what i've like heard about hamilton or like, read up, um, he was just the type of guy who literally and i think they even mentioned this in the play like he literally thought he was smarter than everyone else and like oftentimes he just straight up was like he just straight yeah. up was smarter than other people in the same room but he was just a terrible politician and like couldn't he couldn't get people to go on his side as, as easily. And, and that's what it takes to be a politician kind of thing. But I don't know, like Lin-Manuel Miranda just, I don't know. He, he gave me this like weak vibe to, to Hamilton that I don't know was, I think for me, I interpreted Hamilton more as like this nerd who was like, actually like kind of guy like actually this is why i'm right and here's 14 reasons why rather than just like some guy who just didn't seem like he could stand up for him i don't know it i don't yeah. know if he, he came well. off as like neurotic to me like you know they're writing the essays and he writes like 10 times as much as yeah. everybody else like mm -hmm. if you look at that in 2020 you would call that motherfucker neurotic like that's there's no other word. Petty yeah. ass bitch. <laughs> and maybe, I don't know, maybe it was needed back then, maybe it wasn't. Like, that's what's weird about him is that he played a role in history and the formation of the country, but it wasn't like, he wasn't ever center stage, you know? Like, he wasn't president, he wasn't even like high, I mean, he was what, secretary of the treasury? He was, he was like George Washington's like right-hand man. Like, he was yeah. treasury, right? But it wasn't like VP even, you know, it was like a... VPs worked differently back then to play devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can yeah. we yeah. say that back then the runner up was vice president? Can you imagine having Joe Biden as president and Donald Trump as our fucking vice president right now? <laughs> I just thought about that the whole time and was just like, oh my God. Like, oh, Honestly, bring it back. Bring it back. We need a little bit of... of uh... You know, a little bit of not it. getting anything done, like yeah. That's what, I mean, it already happened. Happened. It already happens. Yeah, yeah. He never gonna be president now. That was a good one. Was oh, good I know. One. And he's just like never gonna be president. <laughs> <laughs> this guy was such a dumbass. He wrote his own confession in his own newspaper. Mm -hmm. This guy is like. He had to. He so was. Annoying. He was kind of forced to do that to clear his name from like not using government money government money yeah so that he like then, had but it's like of, you know was your legacy more important than your like family even though he like she forgives him and everything but it's like it's interesting that's the thing is just like i don't know it, it you you know a guy like 
Alexander Hamilton, some child prodigy who like is is literally after changing the world and successfully changes the world. He's not going to care about his wife as much as he cares about like his legacy. This is just how it how it is. Right. I and think. like the whole time they talk about like you know, he's not poor anymore cuz finally like he got the yeah. rich wife like that was like gore. Although, not to like, mention women don't have rights back then. So yeah, who gives a anyways. Right. And they touched on that too, which was cool in the play. The pamphlets of, I guess, what their policies are. He's campaigning and he's just like, it's 1800s, ladies. Tell your husbands, vote for her because they can't. Oh, vote. I didn't even catch that. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but no, it was cool like that they added in how, you know, Eliza distanced herself after she found out that he was cheating and then after his death like she really was just like no like he was this pretty good person like he was a pretty all right guy and, yeah. and she like went to live on his legacy kind of thing i bring up like a bunch of stupid videos but i've seen like dumb videos where it's like when your boyfriend doesn't like bring you home food from like wherever he went to drive through and it's like i take myself out of the narrative and then it's like you come back <laughs> to and you're like i put myself back in the narrative <laughs> Yeah. let's talk about that affair what do you guys think about it and like uh, yeah were you guys confused with the movie out too much no again i i think this it was just... very important to like the entirety of how it all kind of yeah comes to black bags and watching it was a little uh dragged no yeah after the battle of yorkshire it was the i don't know if that would be the third act or whatever like that part after that really dragged out it like yeah. really dragged out and i think for me it picked up a lot towards the um the very end we don't have to touch on it right now but the the duel so yeah. back to the affair um yeah i don't know it's terrible song i don't know how to say no to this yeah. oh my so there's god this video of this comedian. i don't remember her name she's this like terrible blonde and she does this stand-up thing where she's like i saw hamilton live by myself i, I saw it saw yeah, so she's literally like singing it you know and like it's like uh this you know Mar Mar maria goes to the house mariah goes to the house and she's like my husband's doing me wrong beating me cheating me mistreating me you know like help me and he's like i don't know how to say no to this and she's like say no to what he didn't fucking ask she didn't ask you anything <laughs> <laughs> anyway and then um it's like this woman this like woman who's having like abusive relationship comes to her local politician for help and he just fucking has sex yeah. with <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Her I, I, body's saying I, hell yes. It's like, yeah. well, like, didn't they kind Her body of ain't saying anything? <laughs> didn't they kind of like allude to like maybe she was a little bit in on it for the money too? But she says I didn't know about it in the letter. I don't know. I just thought that was funny. I butchered it. You should watch it, but it's hard. oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know. I know that like extortion happened, but like I don't know if she was in on it or not. I don't know. Okay, maybe this is hard to say. James was saying earlier about like why is everybody horny in the 1800s or whatever. <laughs> no, I'm not why. I just I'm just saying I forgot that people were still horny. That's why they were still having kids. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. but think about it like this: this is the time of conquest, for better or worse. You're coming into a new country and you're here to fucking dominate, right? 
which left a whole wake in its path. Like there's a lot of bad shit that came out of this, but the mindset of everybody is like, you know, you know, again, for better or worse, infiltrate, you know, and take over. It's fuck bitches get money is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. No. And it's not everybody. It ain't just, you know, one side or the other that everybody is feeling this. But isn't this like already 300 years after Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1492? Is that what you're talking about? We're like we're establishing colonies. colonies. Yeah. yeah. So we ain't fuck to divide and divide them legs and conquer. <laughs> Jesus. Um, However you take that, brother. Are <laughs> you? Um, yeah. But what are we talking? I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. What is we're it? talking about the affair. I think it plays in. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. And and there is like. This is where, you know, Alexander Hamilton is basically inventing like the way that money works essentially in America. Yeah. And people are noticing and they're like, oh, this guy's, you know, crafting something special and he's going to, of course, be in on it. Um, So maybe there is a little bit of like, I could get a leg up if I, so to speak, if I go and hang out with this guy, you know? I don't know. It's interesting to think about. I'm sure more affairs probably happened. Yeah, a leg up or a couple yeah. legs apart. Uh, who's to say? <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I mean, the I think the affair scene was important, but it did feel drawn out. I think was what Taryn was kind of saying. Two songs. There's one song. I I think this is. But it's two point. minutes. Just make it twenty seconds, and then we could be like, haha, it's funny. But think about like this. This is how I, I don't know. <laughs> this is you guys said it made history approachable or something like made his like yeah it makes him history. human yeah but history class is still fucking boring you know like there's parts that I do kind of slog so much like it just you have to know and they're important but you're like okay you i know, like I, I like history and that's I what do, that's what i, I was talking I, about like like i felt like this weeds, though fucking hamilton dude i don't know this it's isn't fine boring. he's the founding it's really not. Fucking country like yeah he, or one of them, like sure. that's yeah. what that's why I was saying they were like so close to being great with this. Like it was, like I because like it has like most of yeah. That's why Jacqueline was like, I can't believe James doesn't like this movie. Rapping humor, Dude, history, thought, like those are like my favorite shit. I thought you were gonna and like this it. movie, like I'm just like, oh, it's I, almost there. I'm right, like I'm almost, gonna say it. This I'm mo- almost this, nerdgasming, but this I didn't have humor. Like I didn't. What was this funny to anyone? Yes. It was never funny. I think this was like the type Chuckles. of humor Chuckles. that you have. Like, this is okay. Here's what I'll compare it to. You know, when you go to a concert and like the lead singer will say something that like he knows will like people are expected to laugh at. Like, oh, like like small venue today or like whatever. Like, and people <laughs> are just like, haha, chuckle. That's the type of humor this had. This was yeah. not funny at all. You don't like I don't what? know. There was some clever shit, dude. I don't know. Like, it wasn't like laugh out loud funny, but it was fucking clever. I was grinning, dude. Most of it was David Diggs. He was kind of the, the uh, uh. I was admiring the talent, but I don't think any of it was funny. We're going to talk about humor. We're not going to talk about the portrayal of the king, dude. Are yeah, you kidding what the me? fuck? That shit was so good. Oh, yeah, that was, that was, it was like overacting and like, not it's a little, obviously. It's, it's play, it's play, but it's just like every time he spit on himself, I was like, this is just 
gross. Yeah, exactly oh, my got so mad. Oh my god! Oh Why do people were like petitioning to take it out of the Disney Plus version? No, like, like fucking like, alone. Yeah, it was so intentional, wow. obviously, but it was yeah. just like, dude, relax. I don't like, think it was intentional. I think he was just. It was like, 100% was, intentional. Yeah. Dude, you he know. was firing on like a thousand cylinders. Oh, come on. Was that was intentional. I mean, whether or not it was, I don't give a fuck. I thought it was good. It was so I, good. Okay. I think you that's why you introduced him in the, in the movie version from behind, and you just see his ridiculous sway. And I was like, this is fucking. This is good. That is hilarious. I don't love him like as much as Jay does, but I don't think he's like it was the, the closest we got to comedy, and it was really just the again. We're talking about accessibility and making cash. Beyonce like, like literally asked Jonathan Groff, like, teach me how to do that walk. It's so good. It's a good walk. Mm-hmm. Jesus. I mean, it's it's oh my god. I, I guess that- I can say it like this. It's like the it's like the SNL version. It's like the SNL. No, it's not that like, bad. Jeez. I, it's not that bad, but it is. But <sighs> there is like a lot of mainstream like appeal to everybody shit that you know I think has to be there if this thing was going to be a success. But at the same time, there's a lot of like I don't know, not a lot, but there's a few moments of like subversion and stuff like that that are really good. Which again, you have to watch it more than once to kind of pick up those things. Because I'll say this, I'm very much in the same camp as you and James in the fact that, like, when I saw it for the first time, I saw it and I was like, okay, I saw it, you know? And I didn't really think about it that much. But when I saw it again, I think I appreciated it more. That's all I'm saying. I did too, yeah. That's the thing, dude, and and I hate to say this, I really do. I did enjoy it, and I, I, I appreciated the talent that was in this, but I found myself, like, constantly being like, okay, how much longer is left in this? Like, this... Yes. And I don't I I think I'm going to watch it again. Like I just That's funny because the first time I felt that exact thing, but the second time it went by so fast and I enjoyed it way more the second time. First act, I'm just like, intermission, hour 45 left? I was like, oh, hell no. Jesus fucking Christ. I think it fell fell really hard after that, though. So I will also say that, like, this cast was beaming with talent. Like, ridiculously great people and not all of them were like fuck yes i'm gonna be in this play you know like in their interviews like david Diggs, like somebody went to him because they were already known each other from their freestyle stuff and was like yo you should be in this thing and he was like that sounds like a terrible idea like write that and they were like you should though because like last play he wrote blew up you know like in the heights was super great and he was like okay are you gonna pay me you know like i need to get paid and they were like yeah and so he's like okay i'll do it you know like it wasn't like this thing that everyone was like i need to be a part of it so yeah it was a paycheck and then now like blew up yeah Yeah, it's a big paycheck if we could talk about david diggs just for a second please always okay relax but like she was saying like that makes so much sense because the thing that i recognize his voice from it's the most random fucking thing ever dude he's in a rap like experimental rap group thing i don't even know what to call it and like their last couple albums are like fucking horror rap music like it's fucking awesome dude it's so cool yeah they're good and then he's just like in this it's so weird what is the name of the group clipping 
Like, and the videos, they're super, they're real. They're yeah, dark they, because they're real. Yeah, they sound like horror movie soundtracks with rapping, but like the, they rap about like real life shit, like fucking race issues Capitalism, and like all this yeah. stuff. Hmm. It's so cool, dude. And then like just hearing him, I was like, that voice sounds familiar, but there's no way it's that guy, right? And then it yeah. fucking is. Like it, that oh. guy's awesome, dude. He's so fucking cool. I love him. So that story makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Said. I hear that name at least once a week. <laughs> I had a dude. He, I had a he, was, oh, he was sorry. He was almost cast as Moon Knight in the Marvel show. I don't know if you guys know who oh, Moon Knight really? is, but he was almost that guy. I was like, that would have been pretty fucking cool. But anyway, he did do like movies and stuff, right? Or he has done. Yeah, he's in he's a done new a movie that just came out with Jasmine Seva Jones too, who plays Peggy and Ryan Reynolds. Uh-huh. I heard it's really cool. And he's in that Wonder movie that I saw. So cute. Oh, yeah. He's going to be Sebastian in The Little Mermaid. <clears throat> really? So nice. he's going to be under the sea. I thought Shaggy <laughs> was Sebastian. Shaggy's in Little Mermaid? Well, he played it in some sort of live version that they did, Shaggy. Oh, did. that was, I remember that. Like the, it wasn't oh. Shaggy? Yeah. Wow. That's funny. All right, I think we're I think we're over an hour into this bad boy. Getting started. Okay. And there's a lot left. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like we need to talk about the duel scene. That was yeah. That was really huge. That's I think that was the my favorite part. The movie for me or the, the play for me. First act, I was like, this is cool, this is interesting, and then it really fell off after intermission for me, and it, it didn't pick up until the duel. I think the way that that was done was really beautiful and how and it really redeemed the entire play for me i was like okay i'm back in it there's a lot of moving parts figuratively and literally going on right now and i'm into it so real quick so, the final on? duel or his son's duel the f- the final duel the okay. son's duel was was okay i think you know yeah like philip he says like aim to the sky and then shoot and, and i think the the fight the excuse me philip's duel just added to the final duel rather sure, than yeah. the way around just because um and it's i think it's still like somewhat debated whether alexander hamilton just missed or just intentionally shot up like i think historians are kind of on the fence on that you know but there was there's like a lot of interesting details that they left in that like he like specifically he had his glasses on and that you know yeah. Uh, I love oh yeah the like, they mentioned that right it's like yeah he's, they he, won't like they thought he was for sure gonna but look right. it up deadly Hamilton aim or whatever wearing his glasses for what if not to take deadly aim yeah. tell me uh, the world will never be the same no so the soundtrack go up so so like, really... relaxed all right go ahead. oh I'm just no. I, no, I'm telling I them to relax. Read or I re- listened to an interview with Lynn saying that that was actually the last song that he wrote for the play was the monologue of like, I dreamt of death so much it feels more like a memory. Like that duel where he dies was like the hardest thing to write. Makes sense, like where you die. But I liked that scene. I like the bullet. I love like her character. Oh yeah, that was cool. Did so you guys catch that? What do you mean, like, how she was, like... Yeah, how she was just, like, there the whole time. Like, I just think that added, like, a lot to the... Really? Uh, I, that, for me, I was just, like, really? You're gonna, like, be the bullet in slow motion, like, standing there? I was like, can't... I don't know. 
Well, this... she was like another character before that who died, and then. Well, she's just part of the. It's a background character. There's like a on, on there is a correlation there somewhere, but I thought it was cool. I thought that the they do give you that little bit of real history, and then you kind of you know decide for yourself what you think, but. The, I liked all the counting down, you know, 10, the 10 yep. the dual commandments. Yeah. <laughs> that was cool. It was James is like, suspenseful. Nope. <laughs> what I think made it cool is that it's just 10 extra seconds. I don't want to fucking hear. <laughs> it's the thing. It's like the first character that you're introduced to is Aaron Burr. And you kind of see how the relationship between Alexander Hamilton and Aaron Burr like fosters over a period of years. And then at the end of the day, like it's Aaron Burr and Hamilton that duel. So like, not mm -hmm. only are you dueling, but you're dueling somebody that you know very well. And so something like he's wearing his glasses would go a longer way in that sense where you're like, I know who this motherfucker is. And if he's got glasses on, he's here to kill. Like it's, yeah, it was really interesting. So cool, dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, dueling was an interesting thing in general because only fucking rich people could do it. Like, if you dueled and you weren't, like, an elite, you got arrested for it. Like, it was illegal to how duel. fucking stupid, man. I know. Of like, all the million ways to die in 1800, dysentery and fucking this and that, you decide to fucking shoot somebody? <laughs> like, what? Dueling was, was an interesting thing. It really was, like, about honor and, like, if somebody yeah. slandered you, you would challenge them. But, like, from what I've, from what I've like, researched on dueling, most of the time, like, 90% of the time, if somebody challenged you to a duel, you would be able to like talk your like both of you'd be able to talk your way out of it. And Most disputes like, die and no one shoots. Exactly, and that's like just how it would happen. And yeah. neither of you would be dishonorable. And it was like, okay, yeah, like this is just rich people doing rich people shit because they're bored. Like, yeah, exactly. Only rich people because it was literally illegal not to do. But for them, it was like yeah. whatever. It's fucking fine. It's they got nothing to do. It's so like, stupid. Yeah, it was just the historian thing I was listening to too. She studied so much about their duel and like the doctor part was like so interesting, you know, like have them turn around so they could have deniability. It's like oh, yeah. one time or something specifically, she's talking about how a doctor like they had to bring him into court and they're like, Did you see the guns? And he's like, I saw a bag, I didn't see guns. Like they might have been in there, but I just saw a bag. And it's like, Well, did you see him shoot him? It's like, No, I heard a gunshot, but I don't know what happened, you know, because they weren't oh, like talking and they were just totally clear. Yeah, and they were totally in the clear because That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. and then you like immediately go and try to save them, right? Which is also interesting. Like Well, but I mean you get a paper cut back then, it's lights out. I mean <laughs> Yeah. Like, yeah I like how like they roll him onto the table and it's like, it's already infected. We don't have antibiotics. What the fuck year is it? God damn it. Obviously <laughs> it would have taken long time yeah, for them to write to Hamilton. No, I know, I know. But I'm saying like that I, I I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying like, yeah, you get shot back then, good luck, man. <laughs> like I'm looking good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would say that the same holds true. People die from getting shot all the time, and there's a million more ways to die than there was back then. It's, it's, I don't know. But imagine being so smart, and then you decide that that's like the best thing to do. Yeah, so, no, I think I totally okay. get you. So and and like stupid. from what I've from what I've like heard was that I think that um, Alexander Hamilton didn't think that either like. Aaron Burr or Aaron Burr would a hit the shot or 
the shot would be lethal and then it would be like more of a it was more of like a strategic move for hamilton to be like look like i was honorable and i like didn't shoot and like because he he was not very old i think he was 47 49 like because even his age is disputed like how old he was yeah um you know it was kind of a almost a political move to be like look at i'm like an honorable person because he still had so much work to do like in you know i I really don't think that hamilton went into that thinking that either of them were gonna die but yeah i mean like like he told his son he didn't think his son was gonna die either it's like no one really shoots the other one unless that's what really solidifies his stupidity like what do do dumb than shit yeah I don't know, man. I, I think it, uh, it. He rolled the dice and Fuck he, the he put it all on black, and it came up red. <laughs> what an idiot! <laughs> Hamilton, the humans overrated. Hamilton, the play is overrated. Wow, is that your rating? Let's, let's get into it. Take him off the top. Hold on, I'm not kidding. him off. What else do you got? I don't know, just like, we haven't even talked on like Eliza and her everything, like at the end, you know, like she lives oh, 50 yeah. more years, she establishes the first private orphanage, she like does all this stuff for him, and she still loves him, like, yay, So right? Yeah, good for her. Is her Not last even name her, Hamilton at this point? Yeah. Is that, is the play named after her? Is that what I got? I've got read that, right? that like. Hamilton is about like their family and not just yeah. him, it like, you know, because yeah, she did so like, much. Yeah, it seemed like it was yeah. more of an homage to her than it was to actual Alexander Hamilton. Really? Hmm. And Jay, like, he asked me yesterday, he's like, what does it mean when she gasps at the end? Oh, I didn't know that on the first time I watched she it. She wouldn't though. answer. What is that? The no very last second of the play is her gasping into the audience and then yeah. that. It's funny. I looked up just Hamilton on Google and I, I've talked about this before, but like people also ask on Google and like if you click through that, they'd say like, why did Eliza gasp at the end of Hamilton? Yeah, and I know. Said, There's no Wait, way. Like, no, like <laughs> Lin-Manuel Miranda didn't that. ever answer. He says, people are like, is it her dying? Wow, is it her seeing Hamilton in heaven yeah. when they both die? And it's just like. And it sounds like they're like, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we got yeah. debated, Jay. Because Jordan was like, it seemed like she had the answer and she wouldn't tell us until we were on this cast. Yeah, we watched this together. We were just trying together. to talk about it. And I'm like, because no I, no. I saw her do it and I was like, why did she gasp? And Jordan was like, well, let's just wait for the podcast. Yeah. And that's the answer. I'm a little upset. <laughs> I think for me, I feel like, all, okay, like just leave it as a cliffhanger and any, like put your own interpretation into it. For oh, me, yeah, I feel yeah. like maybe it was like her death and like her, like, seeing hamilton again i don't know Afterlife. yeah i'm totally down for uh, your own like, interpretation so happy the play is over <laughs> <laughs> hey you you say that I, i'm not saying nothing i don't know okay, I, 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 at that point i was already so checked out i didn't even fucking notice <laughs> yeah i didn't the first time i saw it i also just want to talk about where this first debuted, like where Lin Manuel Miranda first. Oh, sure, yeah, I'm interested. Ever told the world that he was writing this, right? Does anybody know? Do you guys look it up? Nope. Uh, no. Huh. So he was invited by President Obama and the Misses to come to like their poetry slam that they hold at the White House every year and like have performances and like all this stuff. And so they invited him to come and like do something from in the Heights or do something from whatever, you know? And he was just like, 
hey everyone like it was like 2005 wow no 2000 he probably was yeah it took him like six or seven years to write it so if it went out in 2005 then maybe it was like 2007 wow i don't know but he went there and he's like oh i'm writing a hip-hop thing you know a musical about our founding father and everybody laughed in the crowd and was like you're crazy and he just like sang the first song from aaron burr's perspective and it's like a little different you know and then everyone was like clapping and then they like invited him back to the white house like obama's last year and the whole cast performed it and it was like beautiful right because they were like wow you're like a genius that would have had to be debuted it was just like in the white house that's awesome that is really cool that would have been true 20, 2008 right because that's when yeah 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 i think it was 2009 because it took him like seven years to write it or something oh, wow. yeah. which is a long time and then there's like another yeah. funny story that like mike pence went to go see it live like the day after the election when him and trump won and he got booed like a motherfucker because Ooh, everyone's gonna boo him of course and then yeah. there's like a video of like the hamilton cast like you know, Lin Manuel Miranda, it wasn't them anymore. It wasn't the original cast. And they were like, if you guys like don't want to have the show, we can cancel it. We could do refunds. Like the world is sad, right? Like fuck everything. And everyone was like, you can protest by not hosting the show. And they're like, no, we'll go on, we'll go on. And they did. And Mike Pence came. And so they all like collectively wrote a letter to him and like Trump and this new administration. And they read it to him out loud. And it was like so beautiful. And wow. like nice and like you know like we're scared please like you know whatever like you came to see us support us you know like stand up for us and everything and it was interesting and he just like got booed and then there's a bunch of people that were like it was so amazing to witness that and there's like those fucking white ass blonde girls that are like i paid so much money to come see hamilton and it was just got political and it was that's literally the rage against the machine shit yeah yeah since when did you guys get so political have you seen the fucking comments <laughs> like what machine did you think we were raging against yeah, yeah. And then, so then serious? trump <laughs> tweets all these stupid things and he's like i demand an apology from the cast and everyone's like fuck you you know like that'll never happen but also like he's just like the theater is supposed to be a safe place for all like why would you call out my boy and it's like they were being totally respectful and it was just so ridiculous you know from like to go to debuting it in the white house to like wanting nothing to do with the administration in the white house right now yeah yeah, it was really crazy that is crazy all right what what else you got on that notepad jordan I don't have anything. We can end it. I don't even have a score. I, I have a, <laughs> I I have a little something. Uh, there's there's a guy who's uh, I don't know I don't know his name, but he created an entire play, anti Hamilton play, and it basically follows the life of Lin Manuel Miranda, and he's haunted by the ghosts of the past. Like all the, the all the slaves and everything, yeah, yeah. Wow. Wait, yeah. what? Send it to I'm me. confused now. Lin Manuel Miranda or Hamilton? Hamilton. Uh, Hamilton's in it as a ghost. Oh, it's actually the literally Lin-Manuel. centers around Lin Manuel Miranda. The play, yeah, centers around Lin Manuel. Yeah, and how he's he's haunted by the ghosts of the people he didn't represent in the play. Yeah, like there's definitely a lack of representation and people are like, I mean, they mentioned that they wanted to end slavery. It's like, it's not enough, but 
like you know yeah well it's difficult because all of the founding fathers like owned slaves like and it, that's news to me that hamilton was a slave owner too i didn't it's literally that. like last two weeks news yeah but from like what there's a podcast that i listened to um just on alexander hamilton in general and that he was like very pro emancipation and like he was really because he was an immigrant himself and he was just like he thought it was just abhorrent that slavery in america they talked about him or alluded to him like being either affiliated or like being an abolitionist himself so i think they tried to squeeze it in but you know I, I don't know. I mean, it, it, we don't even know when he was born or when he died. Like, it's... We know when he died. Hard, but yeah. Or, yeah, it's hard to, you know, it's hard to pinpoint on that stuff so long ago. Yeah, I, sure. I'm not saying that I doubt they had slaves. I, I believe it, but... Um, I feel like... You know, that stuff's just going to be digging, dug up for the rest of the time. But, you know, to, like, make your point, James, like, yeah, that sounds like a reactionary thing that was made to Hamilton being made. And, like... Yeah. Yeah, you know, I think ultimately everybody's on the same page, so it's like a little bit of woke scolding shit. Yeah, you know? that sounds kind of. I don't that know. that I sounds like... more of a money grab to me than the original play itself. Yeah, because I feel like just the fact that every, like ninety percent of the characters were minority in this play, like kind mm-hmm. of answers for that. You know what I mean? Like, why do you need to react so? Yeah, I I mean I, I get know. it though, you know. Like you're not directly speaking to it, which is, you know, it's like just, it's fucking, I don't know. You're trying to, you're trying to stir up something. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, don't yeah. know. I put the link in the Twitch chat if anyone yeah, wants to watch it. It's, uh, it's, uh, interested. So let's, yeah. let's jump into our ratings. Who wants to go first on this one? Ladies first. Jordan. No, I'm the guest. I go in the middle. But you're the only lady. Okay, okay, okay. Um, you go. I'll go. Okay. I'll go after you guys. I feel like I've already gotten into my, my review like 45 times tonight. He's like, this podcast but... is like the movie. And... <laughs> yes, absolutely. That's exactly how I'm feeling. No. Yeah. Um, I'm just like... Like I said earlier, like I, I, this this was built up so high in my head, and I was like, "Holy shit, it's it's gonna be everything that I actually like." Like everyone hyped it up, and I was like, "Oh, it's it's like a lot of my favorite things." And then <laughs> just watching it, I was just like, "Fuck!" <laughs> I, had, I had the same feeling for it as I do for Frozen, where I'm just like really like this this is what everybody's fucking talking about this is the music that everyone's in love with and i just i don't know Damn, frozen. i just can don't... i make a connection go ahead Kristoff in frozen is voiced by the king george in hamilton yeah mm, so maybe okay. that's why you feel it <laughs> yeah yeah subconscious and then and then so like like okay don't get me wrong like it's it, this is like generally an enjoyable thing to watch i think it drags in some places some of the music's just too long i think we get the point most of the time um the acting is incredible lin-manuel miranda is really clever i just feel like i don't know it just still has that that 
that stereotypical thing that theater's nerdy and it's not it's just it's just nerdy and i don't and, and, I, and that's not a bad thing i'm a nerd myself but like something about this almost makes me cringe when i watch it like when i when i was watching the the king sing like even though it's catchy you're almost just kind of like i don't know it just it's something about it just feels so cringy to me i don't know i wanted to love this and i didn't hate it I didn't i didn't really over like it i don't know it's like middle ground it's like middle ground for me it's like 6.8 for me holy fuck wow that's and that's hot. and and that and that that's score that, that score is like really based on the incredible cast the all the craziness that goes behind all of it like like it's it's really clever it just i don't know just doesn't vibe with me interesting all right. Should we go Six negative point... positive, negative positive, or do you want to just go double negative, Adrian? Oh, um, yeah. Go ahead, turn. Go ahead. Yeah, you turn. Call out. No, I don't know. Just figure it out. I don't know. I for... Damn it! There was something I was going to respond that you said, but I don't fucking remember anymore because it's been a long minute since we've been recording this podcast. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I guess maybe it's the fact that I didn't know it was rap that when it was i was so shook and so excited i was like oh my god dude musicals so fucking lame like even just like disney movies i have seen in it bugged the shit out of me <laughs> but like i don't know like this shit hit so much better than i thought it would dude like it was so like the writing was so clever the acting was so fucking good like when you would get it on people's faces like the emotions would just i don't know it would like a like shout out especially to George Washington's like one last time song, holy fuck that guy belts his shit dude like he yeah so good. hard dude he was so low key throughout the whole move like throughout most of it and then when he was just like let me pop off real quick you were like <laughs> oh shit God, <laughs> that song he was, was like it was yeah let's see I don't know man like just everything they could do with the one stage. Like everything just blew my mind. I don't even know how to like explain all this shit. Like all the acting that they would do while they were singing, while they were crying. Like it was just like, how can you do this? Like I can't even imagine like people doing this for a living and being that fucking good at it. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Shout out to David Diggs and the King. Those are like some of my favorite characters. The way like songs would be catchy but like interweave old songs like back in to like kind of like tie back in like different storylines and stuff like it was just so well crafted dude like the writing in this is so good like we give Lin-Manuel Miranda flack for like his singing and stuff but like his writing was fucking great I think like it made up way more than it needed to I guess and uh just one more shout out to the like you why do you write like you're running out of time like that whole thing like that shit like i don't know like maybe i was taking like my own spin on it but like it just like hit so well where it's like so many different things that you can so many different ways you can take that song is like why are you why are you trying so hard like what are you trying to prove or like 
like you're just so scared of like the future or something like the way that they sang that song is just like forever is just like super ingrained in me like it's so good dude i don't know i like this a lot more than half of us i guess i don't know it didn't seem cheesy <laughs> to me like fucking at all like i just hit every note that i was trying to hit loved it yeah so i'm gonna go fucking nine dude 9.0 Nice. 9.0. Oh. All right. 9.0 out of 10. Last? Do you want to go last? Yeah. <laughs> I more than that, Dan. All right. I don't um, know. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll go next then. Okay. So, yeah, I, I am leaning definitely more towards James. I think that, you know, I okay. really appreciate all of the you know the acting in this just the the set design how the, the stage was like so intricate and i think what really shined out for me was just the attention that i brought to alexander hamilton because aside from him owning slaves i think he was a, like a super influential american and like he really did a lot for i don't know just the founding i mean granted he's a he's one of the founding fathers and one of the youngest and or the youngest and just a super interesting guy. And I really appreciate that he is in the spotlight. You know, we touched on him a little bit earlier. Like he was, he almost lost his spot on the $10 bill. And this play pretty much locked it in for him to keep it, which is, which is interesting. Um, I think the things that I didn't like about it, for me, the rapping when it was subtle and when things just seemed to rhyme without the characters really knowing that they rhymed, if that makes sense, like really worked for me. So the first, when it first started, I was like, okay, like they're rapping, but they don't even know they're rapping. And then as, as the play went on, it just became more and more obvious. They started doing rap battles and I was like, this is just cheesy. This is way too cheesy for me. It didn't really work. Um, you know, the rapping was like well done as far as like acting wise, but I think it was written off. It was just off for me. And I think, you know, that, that kind of goes into Lin-Manuel Miranda, where I don't know if he was the best Alexander Hamilton they could have had. Like, and just because he wrote the damn thing doesn't just give him a free ride to be like, well, he wasn't great, but look at how great he was in writing it. It's like, no, why didn't he just get somebody who had been amazing in that regard too? So that doesn't give me a full pass for that. But I don't know. It, it falls off in the middle. It picks back up at the end. And there's a lot of interesting things that you can do in a play that you can't do in a film. And for that, I appreciate it. And I think that I would have even liked this movie way more if I could see it live. I think there's no disputing that. Um, but I, you know, I fall somewhere in the middle and I think that for me, this is a solid seven out of 10. So that's where I land with it. Okay. All right. So Jay, take it over. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of things I liked, like, uh, the, you know, rapping about history and then throwing the history of rap into the rap. It, it was cool. Um, the stage, the setting, the the way that you know you're pulling like triple duty, potentially playing multiple characters, but also actually positioning things on the stage to make sense, 
in real time, like you're having this intimate thing, even though they got the equivalent of like film takes by having three of the versions to choose from, uh, it's still only three. And it's like, it's a lot of work, I think, to do well, you know, no matter what. Um, and, and I don't know, I, maybe we'll see more of this in the future. I think this maybe influenced like the accessibility of, of Broadway plays that are popular to the like vast majority of people. Like, I think that this will kind of ignite a, a better, you know, a better trajectory of those things. And, uh, and it'll, it'll just give more people the chance to kind of appreciate it, even if it's not the same. Yeah, so, um, so I think that that's cool. When it's like such a well-known cast is like, people want to see this cast, right? It's like, this is a way for them. To yeah. Play. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's like in its own right, you know, it's in some ways about, you know, the founding, the founding of something. And in some ways they too are founding something like this new way to share this new art form with a bunch of people, which is cool. And I can appreciate that. And I give it a ton of respect. Um, I think that seeing it more than once helped me a lot more in my score than probably James and Adrian. I think I probably would have been more around a seven after the first viewing. But seeing it again, reading into it more, hearing the songs a lot, like it's it's pretty good. And again, like it, it touches on a lot of subjects, but I think one thing that we maybe got around but didn't really fully touch on is like we're still in the process of integrating the culture of like, you know, American people that are repressed in some way, whether it's like immigrants or like black people or whatever, like we're still learning how to inject the culture of that representation into the mainstream. Mm -hmm. So I think for in that case, this is a huge win. Oh yeah. Like we got something, like I said earlier, you know, suburban wine moms are jamming this shit. <laughs> Like, that's huge. Like, 20 years ago, even, that would not be acceptable, yeah. or let alone happen, right? <laughs> so, uh, for me, it's it's maybe I'm, I'm focusing on more of the things that it might be inspiring or, like, doing for the world, and not necessarily on the thing itself. But, you know, I think that art's job is to inspire, and, I, and you know, one of, the, one of its jobs, and I think that it's doing that really well. Um, it's, it's, it does have some sort of representation, uh, and it's reaching a lot of people and it's making people talk about things like this, which I think is good. Like those are like core, if an, if a work of art can do those things for me, then it's, it's great. So for me, this is like a 9.3, 9.4 maybe even. Go, dude. Whoa. Which one dude, is the motherfucker it, that talks so much shit to me. Okay, when you've heard the soundtrack like a, a thousand times, like man. not even exaggerating, a thousand times, uh, it can get old. But I nine point three or nine point four, Jay. Where are you at? <laughs> Let's go nine point three. I'll go nine point three. Okay. Yeah. Nah. Nice. All right, nine point three out of Jay Jordan, the fumbler guest. Oi. Where are you at? Okay. <laughs> I was she thinking, just took like a whole bunch more notes. Well, because I wanted to respond to you guys, but I didn't shows. want to interrupt you. I'm drunk. I'll say that. <laughs> That's the show. This thing I'm drinking is probably more than what it's you like guys are drinking. It's like wine in a can. So it's all oh, those strong. babes. Okay. Yeah. It's just really quick. Yes. Those things. And the tequila shot. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, you should not be drinking babes because they're deceptive. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. I don't even came and read this. Um, 
I don't know. I was just taking notes about what you guys were saying because I didn't want to interrupt you, but I don't know. I didn't think my score was going to be that high, but I feel like it has to be higher than the, what you guys said. No, because don't I change it. Really okay, Helen gave her... What, what, Helen was Give it what you wanted. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just interesting. Like, it's America then, told by what America is now. Like, it's very, very inspirational to people across the world. Like, it does have its controversies, but, like, during these Black Lives Matter protests, like, people are painting their signs with lyrics from this play. You know, like, history has its eyes on you. Like, all these different things are so relevant. And, like, it was relevant then before, like, all these, like, you know, like, this movement, like, before Trump was president, you know, like, you don't want... People are always skeptical of how much government control, like the government controls of your life, like with the banks, with everything, you know? So just like depending on where we are in time, the play is like relevant in a different way, I think. And it always will be like, you know, whatever comes next. Like there's timeless. Yeah. For Americans, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I do. And then for like the stages, you know, like you guys were saying, I think it's dope. I love how people are so creative with the turning tables, with this, with that, with like the moving, you know, like they're coming overseas, like Thomas Jefferson is coming from France. And so they're going to be moving this thing, you know, and like Washington's going home or like whatever, like they just use it really well. And like I low key, like high key love that they used actors for more than one character because you know, first and second ask, like, three, you guys say three hours is so long. Like, it's not that long for an actor to have, like, what? I mean, if you're going to pay fucking $200 for a goddamn ticket, it better be three hours fucking long. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and like, I got to say, sure. Exactly. And as like, long as you want, if I'm paying all this fucking money for it. Yeah. And, like, for an actor, <laughs> you know, like, what if Jasmine Sefa Jones only played Peggy? You know, like... I don't know, like, there's, and, like, Davi Diggs was only Lafayette. Like, I think it brought so much more that they were just, like, boom, switch, and then, like, second act, they're totally different people, and, like, I know some people got confused with it, but I think I didn't. I mean, I know I didn't. Like, I think it was, they did it, like, so well, and it's, like, why bring in all these different people when you have the gems right here? You know, like, they can they can switch easily. Mm. Um. Speaking of talent, like all, like you said, Christopher Jackson's voice, beautiful. Uh, Aaron Burr's voice, he's so good. Like Theodosia, I cry at that song because I have a child and he's like writing it for his baby daughter that's just born, you know, like, and he's just like, like, it's just so like high and it's so beautiful. And then I will say that's the song that Lynn kind of ruins for me because he just like comes in and he's just like, Philip, you outshine this shining (laughs) <laughs> but it's so good you know like i think that that yeah. leslie odom jr's voice is so good in that song and a lot of them and i know like i don't know when i watch interviews of them like they're all like this clicky thing and he always kind of sits on, on his own like aaron Burke does play. <laughs> and it's very interesting because i'm like let him into the crew you know and he's obviously in it and they all love each other but he does kind of like he's like takes it very seriously like he was like the reason why I ever even ex- like wanted to be a part of this play. Like it was already written. They were having like a first rehearsal and he was like, I have never in my life seen like four men of color on a stage talking about brotherhood and how much they loved each other. You know, like when you guys were talking about like the four of us tonight, like that song, like he was like, 
that's when I knew I wanted to be a part of this play because I wanted to just like have something to do with that. And I was like, oh yeah, cheers, Leslie Odom Jr. Like I was like main roles. That's awesome. And he got like the he has more words than anybody he narrates the whole thing yeah, and i love how he's also the narrator yeah. and you don't need a whole other narrator either yeah, you yeah. know like it yeah. is from him and like he's like all this like how does he do that and then it gets darker and he's like how does he go on and on to turn in more of a phenomenon like i want to be in the room where he dies because i want to kill him you know like essentially yeah. i think he did wonderful i think all the ladies i think all of them went did super great yeah i fucking Angelica's love all of them good. Yeah. Angelica's voice, wow. uh, she's so good. Uh, Renee Goldsberry, I think is her name. Jasmine Sefa Jones and Anthony Ramos are engaged in real life, and I just like love them. I'm like all Who's in that? love with their like. Wait, what life. characters? I'm confused. Uh, John Lawrence slash Philip. He like the Puerto Rican guy with the curly hair is yeah. with Peggy. Oh, cool. Yeah, hmm. and you know they won the the tonys or was it the grammys or something and like they knew they were gonna win you know and lynn's like if we win here and gave because lynn manuel miranda is puerto rican and then so is anthony ramos like when they won they just like wave the puerto rican flag like on the stage on national tv in front of everyone like we look at like we fucking are winning this fucking award like it's just like Mm -hmm. you know breaking boundaries all the way around which is super cool for me um what does that even say? <laughs> Do you have a score? I don't know. You don't know? <laughs> I don't know. I just want to point out again, like I think you guys what? didn't get hung up on the fact that it was like a movie or a film. But like mm. it was not, you know? Like so sure. you can't I don't yeah. think you put that into the rating. But I think it's it's cool that it it was made into it and that I mean, I'm grateful for it because then we all can experience it. I don't have a fucking score. I don't know what to say. What was you, yours? You have to. 9.3 was Jade. So I'm not even going to lie. Beginning of all this, I was like, I'll just go in like a solid eight, you know? But I don't know. I feel bad saying that. You don't have a feeling. If you feel it, that's the thing. Where does you feel it? All right. I feel, I, I feel the eight. I don't know how much I like the point system that you guys do. Like, blank, yeah. blank, 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 blank. You know? Mm. I just, I'm feeling an eight because as much as I love it and as much as I sing the songs and stuff, it does have its problems. And I think that it's just okay. a good step in the right direction. And I think that it's a good eight in my heart. And I'll continue to listen. All right. Nice. Great. So yeah, um, that actually brings our collective score to right at an 8.02. So pretty much straight at an 8. Yeah. I should have given it higher, so I should have gotten the Hall of Fame. I don't, uh, I don't think you could have. You had to give it a 15. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so um, we rated this play at a collective 8.02. We would love to know what you guys think about it. Leave us a comment on so nice <laughs> leave us a comment on any of our socials a very special thanks to our guest today jordan jordan where can people find more about you what's your instagram if you want to plug any of your art anything like that jordan b underscore art on instagram sometimes art sometimes cute baby uh or go to placeagainstpatriarchy.com where is i don't have a website but that's a big project that i love and that i made so that's all awesome yeah go there to find out more about jordan and yeah that 
pretty much sums it up. Next week, we will be recording. Dang, Jacqueline gave it higher than me. Sorry. What did Jacqueline rate it? That's okay. 8.5. 8.5. Nice. Dang, I don't know. I regret um, it. We are reviewing <laughs> Faster, a movie released in 2010. So be sure to tune in for that. That is going to be Dwayne the Large Rock Johnson. The Large Rock Johnson. Uh, November 21st. Tune in for our show there. Follow us on all of our socials. Find all of those, as I've said, filmplumbers.com. Thanks so much for tuning in tonight, guys. Cheers. 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 Cheers, boys. <laughs> <laughs>